after, after I watch Ocean 30, you, you gotta retire, fam. You gotta go inspire the youths, man. Raise awareness, you know? Start a whole football <laughs> team. I remember, I'll see some tweets. I'm like, damn! Like, I remember somebody said I looked like a malnourished Raymond. We feel Lagos, we are different And is that December? We are different December. <laughs> <laughs> We're different people. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Ejuza. Good tunes, great vibes. Welcome, 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 everyone. How you doing? It's a wonderful, new, um, brand new episode of Ojo Uzo. I'm sure a lot of y'all are looking forward to this one. Um, it's, it's been a long time coming, you know. But uh, I'm also happy with this episode because this is someone... I'm already going to someone. But anyway, Sha, welcome to Ojo Uzo. Um, I'm your host, Uzo, you know, 6'4", touching, ceiling. If I pray your girl, she is catching feelings. Like, there's no... There's no doubt about it. It is what it is. It's just gonna catch it. You got me. Um, shout out to COVID. So um, yeah, we are here today. You know, this is my last night in Houston. I've been here with Olai for oh yeah, so my name is Olai. Shout out to Olai. Hey, how you doing? Hi everyone. It's me. It's Olai, the one and only. Very special apple of Uso's eye. Let me not catch myself. Let, let me let him continue. Okay, so we're going there. Um, as she said, she's the apple of my eyes. She's the sugar in my tea, the butter in my agigit bread, the um, the the beef in my shawarma. She's the <laughs> she's the chai in my latte. You know, she's. Nah, this is my this is my this is my person right here. This is my partner, this is my girlfriend. You know? And so we are trying to do an episode together. We're trying to, you know. Hopefully this comes out great. If not, y'all will never hear about this, you know, because you know, you're very professional. So quick first question for you, Ola. How do you feel about me leaving tomorrow? Um I'm still in denial. I don't know what stage of grief is that. Is that the first? Yeah. yeah, I'm in the first stage of grief, which is denial. So as of right now, like I know you're leaving, but like you're not. So um, I feel like we'll know for sure tomorrow when you're actually walking away from me, how that goes. <laughs> you know, she's a big girl, so you know she doesn't cry. She doesn't cry, so that's not you know. <laughs> Mind them. She's a, she, you know she's a grown girl. She's a big girl. No, no crying out here. Come on. So um, how's it been? Like me being with you for this long, because we've done long distance most of our entire relationship, you know, and now we've, I don't think we've ever been in this much space with each other for this long. How was that for you? Um, Really interesting. It's like, uh, it took a little bit of getting used to. Um, Learned a lot about myself and about, you know, each other. I feel like, I really got to know the real you. So now I know exactly. Like, I've always known what I was in for, but now I know, like, for real, for real, uh, what I'm in for. And I don't know. Like, I was still still pretty down. That's not, nah, that's, I feel bad. Well, why you make me sound like that? I'm just saying that I'm a very, like, independent girl. So originally, when we started long distance, like, I like that on purpose, so I wouldn't have to see you every day, so I could miss you properly. 
Um, but then like when I proper fell in love, I was like, wait, I would actually like to see you every day. So yeah, like now I get to do that. And not only like we literally went from, you know, spending like maybe two, three days together to spending like months on end in each other's faces damn near 24 7 so it was definitely a shocker but we had fun though yeah it was fun i think for me i learned a lot about myself um i learned a lot about what it would what it would probably look like you know to live with you um i definitely don't recommend this to like every couple i guess there's a level you gotta get to for you to attempt this <laughs> When I attempt what we what, what what we attempted to do because you will definitely see you will see the real you will see the, you will see the real person, man. <laughs> I saw the real me. I saw the real Ola. You know, we got to see parts of each other that you know the ugly sides, the beautiful sides, and then you know the beautiful thing is about I guess being vulnerable and exposed is that you still find someone who's still you know after all your while out, they're like you know what? Yeah, I'm down. I I can. It's not I can handle it or anything. It's just more like, okay, yeah, I want to. I want to, you know, figure this out with you. I want to, you know, be here and do this with you. So, um, yeah, this is it's been very eye-opening. It's been, it's been wonderful. It's been great. You know, your siblings are wonderful, amazing. For me, it's the acceptance for me. So when you say acceptance, what do you mean by um, acceptance? I think that, I mean, like you were saying, like just seeing every part. Because also, it's not like you were in my apartment. Like, um you're at my family home, you know, and like I'm taking care of my siblings. So you're seeing when I'm having bad mom days, (laughs) like, you know, and um, when maybe I'm just not being, I guess maybe taking it out on you or, you know, so it's just like, it can go either way. So like, we really got a glimpse into the future. And I just feel like even the parts of me that, you know, maybe only my siblings know like Uzo was able to see and experience and he has no intention to go running for the hills so that acceptance is really heartwarming um I think this is one of the cases where like the good definitely outweighed the bad (laughs) uh but um yeah that was just a a now I guess so um for y'all listening if y'all don't know you know I guess we'll tell you about our story a little bit um how did we meet? How did we meet? Like, what, what's what's the story? Um, what's the story we're telling them? All I'm going to say is I met Uzo uh, maybe before he met me, if that makes any sense. Like, I noticed him before maybe he knows me because, like, he was in a relationship at the time. So he couldn't notice me properly, and I totally respected that. So... Yeah, he was in, like, some play or whatever. Mind you, I saw none of the play except for the part that he was in. And it was, like, really funny. And I went to go tell him that he did a good job afterwards. And, yeah, that was my first time interacting with him and, like, I guess meeting him. He was being an airhead because you know he was getting all this praise for this play so the chakra was very high and intense um but don't worry you know i got him back later on and for more specific details on that that was freshman year 
of college. That was ASO. Shout out to, you know, Okaria. Shout out to them. ASO, you know, exec who made it fun for me at UTA. But yeah, it, it was my first ever coming to Africa. And, you know, I was just, quote unquote, star of the show. Um, my bestie, Jenna, was also in the play as well. You know, it was, it was a very wonderful time. It's funny where everyone, everyone else is right now. Even Tani was in the show. Shout out to Tani. How you doing, Tani? What's popping? But yeah, we're all together. You know, that was the first show I did. It came out pretty great. I think it's funny she, she says that she that she thought I was funny then because she doesn't claim I'm funny now. Yeah, you let me let me let me clarify. Uso's a good actor, so he's good at acting funny, but in real life, like Uso's more corny than anything. I mean, you guys are with him on Twitter, so you can attest. But yeah. Anyway, my Twitter guys, y'all know in no way corny. Like I'll be going looking my shit in my Twitter and y'all always come to tell me, hey, can you unlock it? Cause I don't know quote this tweet or retweet this. Obviously, y'all feeling me, okay? So please don't mind them, you know. Haters gonna hate. So yeah, that's how we met. And then um I think when we started dating was probably like proper during spring break of twenty eighteen. Right, yeah, spring break 2018. Um, cool story, actually. Yeah, so basically, shout out to my guy Tom. We just did a yellow, like, we're just like, you know, we're gonna go. Literally, he just hit me up, like, yo, we're going to Austin. I was like, boom, let's go. I have my bestie Janet there. I'm, I'm gonna stay with her. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna make it's gonna, it's gonna make sense. I pull up, we get into the car, and we never know, we're four hours to the, you know, from UTA all the way to Austin. Shasha, me and Ola have been in communication with you as well, but like, I think art friends would essentially like the coolest stuff, coolest shoes, coolest like, you know, exhibits and whatnot. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I was like, okay, well, that's nice. She's going to be there. I just, I think I hit up like, are you going to be there? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Mind you, uh, there was another girl I was supposed to link with. <laughs> So, um, I feel like me and Uso dating is either, like, an accident or it's exactly what we were meant to be <laughs> doing because we were both entangled with, like, a few other people. Um, I was, like, pretty much on the cusp of entering a relationship with a totally different person. And I think... I, as a friend, like, asked Uzo to come with me to see an exhibit while he was in town. But um, life had other plans for us. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty accurate because at the same time, I won't say I was entangled, Sha. But there was someone, you know, I was trying to, you know, take seriously, you know. And we both planned to, like, you know, be in Austin together, side by Southwest. And we're just going to, like, you know, have fun. Get to know each other, you know. There are other things to like explore together, you know. But they want some dead thing, and um, <laughs> no dead ass. I must say, they want some dead thing, and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna waste my weekend or my my spring break, you know, with this. So, um, all I you know always down. Um, we, like I said, we've always been like in, super into into the same things. And she was like, yo, I know what the moves are. Just come with, and that's pretty much how it went, you know. We hung out the entire time. We went to see exhibits. We went to have some food. We had tea together. We even went to parties together. And there was this one house party we went to. That old girl that I was talking to was there at, you know? 
And we walked into that party hand in hand, all our quote unquote hoes in the same space. Mind you, like in the span, we went from like friends to like a weird in between in the span of like two or three days. And Izzo spoiled my market like pretty immediately because everywhere we went after that, he would like hold my hand and stuff. And weirdly enough, I didn't say he should, he shouldn't. And I was just catching a lot of shit in the text messages on the side with from, like, the men that I was supposed to be seeing in this. Okay, again, thank you she said that, because I was like, guy, there was no gun to your head. You could have easily removed your hand. Now, you could have easily removed your hand. There was no gun to your head. So, um, yeah, so that was pretty much it, you know. Also, wait, no, she also ruined my market, because that was the first time I stepped out of my UTA show. You know, I think that was the first time I ever got noticed in, like, the quote-unquote African Twitter community. And, um, yeah, like, my pictures were blowing up from Cyber Southwest. You know, people were asking, who is he? Who is he? People were like, oh, you know, he's so low-key. No one knows who he is. Like, people trying, like, you know, come at me, you know. But I was like, ah, it's too late. I've been snagged up. I've been snatched up. <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty much how we went. Um, that's how we met ever since we've been dating, you know. Wait, I do want to say that also we never had a talking stage. Um, we, yeah, I'd like, I just think that that's so um, unique because I know like talking stages are like principle around here, but I will say Uza and I never had a talking stage. We literally spent those three days together and then maybe a week or two afterwards, we just made things official. And we made things official just for the sake of like, you know, as a Yoruba woman, like if he doesn't say, exact then you know it's, it's, it's games so just for the security and safety like we made official but it was pretty much unspoken that we were together after spring break pretty much you know pretty much and um and yeah that's kind of like you know it is but i also feel like we've, we've been quote-unquote talking before that because i felt like you know we were you know i would see you at different like different times because you went to uta then you went to uh and then each time you'd be in town or Cause I was not traveling out of UH, but each time I would see you, I would always like it was always like a warm feeling, you know. Whenever we hung out or whenever I did anything, like let's say we went to after a party, we went to go get like you know food at what did we go Waffle House, like just those little warm things. Like you were always super trusting of me, and now knowing like how you value trust is very interesting. That you know, since then, like early on, you know, and I didn't know this, but like you were super trusting of me. Why is that? Like, why? Before we even started dating, like, why were you so trusting of me? Um, that's a really good question. Again, can I just say, like, moons? Like, I don't, I don't know. But there's some people that you meet and you just kind of connect with instantly. And um, you just know that their intentions towards you is pure and that's kind of the vibe I got from Uzo so when I was going out and we would hang out mind you we were not even super duper close when I was at UTA for some reason we got close after I left but I don't know for me the vibe was very friendly like I was very much like going with the flow so I don't know I just felt very safe to be around Uzo like he made sure that I was taken care of and um, he has a very gentle spirit. So that was very, I think that's probably what made me trust is the the gentleness. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know, mine's a calm thing. You know, mine's always on a calm thing. Mm. Anyway, mine's always on a calm thing. So, um, I think that that's wonderful. Um, so that's I guess the intro, the beginning, and ever ever since then, it's been a huge learning curve. You know, um, we've evolved over time. We've had different needs. You know, we've struggled trying to communicate those needs and trying to match up and meet up and. I think, you know, even now being together has been like a very eye-opening time for us because we have to understand, okay, we're changing, you know. I think, like I said, one thing that was really heavy on me was the fact that I was trying to fight so hard to like, you know, match this person you you wanted me to be or what you needed, right? What you needed. I think for the longest time, um, because Uso is a lot different than the men that I typically date and he was aware of that so I felt like and I'm sure he felt like there was this pressure for him to be like them and I think sometimes yeah I can say that I would like expect of him things that were like just not of his character because this time remember I'm dating a different type of guy um but also him too. Like sometimes when I would just talk about general things that I liked, um, sometimes it could be intimidating for him because he felt like he was trying to measure up to these, you know, distinct type of guys that I was dating before. Like it was just not, a, it was it was not anything he could really win against. I, I typically like go for like older guys and me and Uzar are like maybe a year apart. So that's like a very small gap for me. Like I, I like, I just prefer older men, like because of maturity. But I mean, Uzo's pretty mature. So again, another exception. Okay, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. So enough of the, you know, the. I'm sorry for you guys who are the single ones in the streets. I'm sorry. <laughs> streets is rugged. A guy, the street guy. I I feel for y'all, man. You know, I'll be praying for you guys. Um. The streets is crazy, bro. It's it's dead out there, bro. I'm, y'all in the streets, man. Again, y'all have my respects. Y'all got it. Um, a lot, a lot of the mushy stuff, you know, a lot of, a lot of the God, man. Let's just get into other serious things. So, like, um, for me, me being with your family, right? Mm-hmm. I've gone to see you take on this, like, role of, like you said, a mom mm-hmm. to them. And you, you are the first um daughter. daughter. First daughter of how many kids? Five total. Oh, five total. Can you speak to like what that's been like, just like raising, like you know, I mean, I have specific questions, but could you like, just speak, I guess, on a general basis? What's that been like, you know, being in a Nigerian home, a Yoruba household, actually, that's more specific, a Yoruba household, being the first daughter to five kids? Um, just firstly, shout out to all the first daughters across every culture. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility placed upon you and you can feel it no matter how young you are you feel that 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 um burden and um to you know take care of those around you your siblings because you know they don't know any better and I think it's also like kind of instilled in in you as a as a woman right to take care of of you're supposed to take care of people, especially those who don't know better. Um, and then, of course, you add the Yoruba spice in the mix. And, you know, there's that. 
I guess um, Yoruba is in respect, right? So it's like, in order, as as the head daughter, as the first daughter, like, there's a certain respect that you command. And you cannot, you know, you cannot take that for granted. The fact that your siblings are looking to you for to learn grace and care and poise. Like, so there's always that responsibility that even when they stop reminding you about it, you will still feel that pressure to, you know, keep that up. Wow, that was very um again. She did she was that was very all lives matter of you. Shout to all cultures out there, you know. you I'm sure the pressure is the same. I'm sure it is. Um, wow. So yeah, that's just you know, speaking into that. Um how do you feel like, you know, being the first daughter shapes your personality, like your individuality, like how has that shaped you becoming who you are now? Um I feel like I am going to be the best mom. I really do. Um, I've got to kind of see um, how certain parenting techniques work. And um, a little background for y'all. So my parents travel a lot. And so from a very young age, a lot of time was spent not parentless, but just um, yeah, I guess kind of parentless, like our parents would go for business trips or vacations or I don't know, they were just very in demand. Something was always calling their attention away from us. So they'd, you know, be quick to drop us off at a family members. And once I got to about 10 years old, they would start leaving me at home with my siblings for maybe a week or two. And then, you know, as we got older, the time span went on for longer. Um, like my parents have been gone for like six to eight months at a time. And, you know, it'll just be me taking care of my siblings. So I definitely know how to run a household and keep things up to par. Um, ooh, yeah, so I've learned patience. Um, I've learned a lot about child rearing. I've learned a lot about what it means to love. I've learned a lot about what it means to have a family. And um, yeah, I think I've learned lessons that maybe for my age, I was not meant to learn yet. But um, I don't know. I, I'm happy to know those things. I feel like whatever children I have, like I, I feel like, everything that I've learned will be a, a really big blessing to them and that I'll be able to take care of them well and love them well without inflicting too much damage on their on their personas. Yes, super important. Super, super important. There's no way you can avoid it. You're going to inflict some trauma to your kids. I, I think that's something that you can avoid. Um, but again, it's just to limit it, right? Limit the amount. That's, that's what's wonderful. I think um, now it makes more sense why, you know, at age 19, you already, you know... <laughs> <laughs> oh you were already, you know, like you are no, like, not even like you both, not I, even you both, like. When I came to UTA, when I came to college, a freshman, I was already over partying and and all that stuff because I have I have lived a very full life. I have probably lived like, I feel like I've lived like twenty lifetimes, twenty eras in the span of like, I don't know, like ten years. Um. I spent some of 
my teenage years in Europe, that was a scene. Um, I've, I've lived in China. That was also a scene. Like, I don't know. I feel like, is the word jaded? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it all. So, like, um, it's, it's made me a little tough. Like, I'm a little rough around the edges um, because of that. Like, I've just seen it all from every perspective. So there's not a lot that that phases me at all. Okay, I like I, I, I you said that. Um, so I guess my next question is, what do you think the pers- the perception of you out there is? Like, my person, my person oh, oh, lie, oh, 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 lie. What do you think most people are thinking? What, what, what's the perception you think most people have of you? Um, I know that, um, hmm. I mean, let me just be frank with you guys. So one thing I do know is that uh, I have a little bit of a mean girl persona. Not on purpose and not uh, like a prideful thing, but I put my family first in all things. And because I was so busy taking care of my siblings, like I did not spend a lot of time being around other girls. So like I'm not very good at making friends because I just didn't get a chance to develop that when I was younger. So there's that. However, once you get past that like first impression, I would say like I'm not very friendly and it's not on purpose. But once you get past that, I feel like I'm really warm and I'm really caring and I'm really generous and I love very, very hard. Um, I will do anything and everything in my power for those that I care about and those attached to those I care about because that's just how I roll. But I, I think because I believe that um, there are certain levels of kindness that must be earned um, and respect that must be earned, um, it makes me come across as not the friendliest at first. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. You know, she's great. She's amazing. She's interesting. She's so interesting. I dated her. Like... She's no, nah, but she's the most interesting person I know. Like no cap. So again, whenever people are quick to have like you know, I feel like Ola is one of those people where like it's so unfair to like a first impression is not enough. You know, like they're just people like where a first impression does adjust, but Ola's a first impression is never. I don't think it does adjust enough. I don't think you can ever make a conclusion based on one thing. This one you gotta know, you gotta be with because they're so worth you know knowing. You know they're what they're just so interesting. That's literally why I kept you know you know checking in on her like just to see what she was about because I was like this girl's I don't know what her story is but I want to find out you know I want to know more about her and type thing so again I guess there are people like that out there you know please you know I mean just but again some people, some people who like they show you the, your ass first period like first like first time and you know exactly what's going on but I think the more people where it takes a little bit more like you know getting to know and she's the one where, where she doesn't really care if you do care to know them or not she, like, like I said she's focused on other things literally so if, if you're trying to do, mm, let me test her, guy. You'll fail the test. <laughs> no, how you put the test? Like you get. So now, um, let's pick on your work ethic. I've seen you churn out sixty applications, oh sixty job applications in one night, bro. That's crazy. First of all, that's crazy. Like think about it, in one night. So that's less than. That's less than 24 hours. That's less than 10 hours. Probably like between maybe eight hours or, or maybe or more, right? 
That's crazy. Like, where does that work ethic come from? Like, why are you so... Like, I think for you, I think I'm... I'm I mean, you speak on it, but for me, I, I know it's like there's a fixation, right? Whenever you do work super hard at this thing, like, you don't be down for too long. Like, a lot of people complain she's broke, like, probably like for a week, and then next week she up. I don't know how, but she will find a way to be up, you know? And it's not she's doing some, you know, questionable things. Nah, like... She gets it like you know. She just she hustles like she can get there a little quicker than most people I know. Like she's one of the, yeah, dope and yeah. So speak to that. Like how how are you so resourceful and how are you so, you know, how are you so you know get to it. Like how how's that? Um, I mean, I tell Uzo this all the time. It's just a testament to willpower. Um, I feel like. People can tell how bad you want things. Um, and the world can tell how bad you want things. And and it's not about being like overly eager, but there is an intentionality between having a strong sense of willpower that will get you into many, many doors, whether you're qualified or not. So that's how that's how the cookie crumbles for me. It's it's a matter of willpower. How bad do you want this to work? How far are you willing to willing to go to make sure this thing works out and it works out in your favor? And the fact that I hate for someone to tell me no, and I believe that I can do anything that I want to, whether I know how to do it or not, I will find out. I think that's you dropped something that was pretty interesting, and also I think something that's that's going to stick with me for a long time. I think you said the world can tell how eager you are about something. Do you feel like that's something that applies to just you or applies to every single person out there? It applies to every single person out there. Um, I mean, just like to put it really simply, like I think maybe a few nights ago, I was very, very sad about just where I was in my life. And I was just unhappy with a couple of things. And Uzo's always super supportive and encouraging and um, you know, he was kind of like, well, I'm sure you can turn it around. And um, I'm not going to lie. I think that night or maybe the next night, I very well did. So, like, I think I went from basically just being, to put it uh, quite honestly, just being, like, very broke. <laughs> because I got laid off from my job and just, like, a bunch of things happened just a, like, I guess a stroke of bad luck. And it was discouraging um, for my studio. Like I had clients flake on me. So it was just like very frustrating. And I kind of just put a damper on things. But after like voicing the things that were bothering me and a little encouragement from Uzo, like I think that night or the next night, like I went to work. And I think by the next day I had like two jobs and I'm still doing interviews for, you know, full-time jobs. But, yeah, like, get it how you can. I feel like whether manif- like whatever your thing is, whether it manifests or whether praying, like, however you want to do it, but your commitment to ensuring that you are getting what you want makes all the world of a difference. It really does. Ah, uh, man. Like, no, I think about it is it's amazing to, like, I saw it with my own Kuro Kuro eyes. <laughs> this guy went from being broke. And I was there, like, they called her for interviews. Like, like, like she's been called for maybe three or four interviews. 
from in a span of a two days, and you know it was just crazy. And I think for me that even pushed me to even like like wow, you know like this is this is amazing. Like let me actually, let me just let me just tap into it a little bit, you know, just tap to see what it's about. And on my end, it's been pretty great. Like I've I learned a lot, and you know I'm nowhere pushing as hard as she is. And I'm about to write. I'm about to you know get on my on gears with her, and you know try. To, I mean I'll never match her, shall. But I'm gonna try, you know. I'm gonna try. So that's been super, super, like you know, wonderful to see. And so you spoke about um, your studio, and you know, kind of like you know how you know there's been like clients have been flaking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, before I get into it, let's ask you a question. Like, you know, go, can you like tell us more about your studio and what's what's it about and type thing? Yeah. So uh, during the pandemic, originally when I first got laid off from my job. Um, I decided to kind of take a step back and think about the things that I really, really wanted. Not just what I was supposed to want for myself, but the things that I wanted for myself truly. And um, I kind of realized, like, I've always had a knack for kind of branding and marketing and design. So I decided to, like basically start my own digital branding and marketing studio and design studio. So, I mean, we do a couple things, but right now the focus is on um, doing digital branding and marketing for, for fashion brands and um, clients in those, in that niche. Um, So we started off really good. Um, We were able to work with a few brands um and small projects and again like this is a learning curve for me so it's just been every single time I have a client I learn one more thing that I needed to do or I shouldn't have done let me just say now contracts 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 you should always put a contract in place um but yeah like it's been going good um just like any other I think for the considering it's not even been a year I think I'm still doing great. I am very hard on myself, like in retrospect. So I know that I'm probably still doing a good job, but it was very discouraging to go from like having clients to, you know, finishing those jobs and having a better understanding of like how to do my pay and everything. And I was so ready to implement those things for the next set of clients only for them to kind of like flake out. But that's how it is when you start to know your worth. it can be intimidating for some people. So, yeah, like, we go again soon. Doing a small rebrand and, and, and Studio Nimpalo will be back. So, yeah. You heard, it, you heard it here, guys. It will be back. Please be on the lookout for Studio Nimpalo. But can you speak to the fact, the way you guys, um, so the, uh, the agency, how you guys help other, you know, artists and creators out there, you know, like, you know, because I remember those time you guys were, do like a cast, open cast for, you know, no, not open cast, but you guys were not hiring, but like you guys were looking to like get, um make a directory of, you know, different yeah. artists and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we were looking for artists to submit to our directory because how our, how my agency structure works is for each, for each client, I handpick a team of creatives that I feel their vision aligns with the client's vision. So having that directory would not only kind of 
get you seen. Um, but also there's a lot of opportunity for you out there. So um, I kind of wanted it to be kind of a thing where it's like, yes, I'm getting access to being able to hire you quickly. But also sometimes not every sometimes a client might just um, might not even need our, like my services, but they just need like a photographer or they just need a graphic designer. And maybe they don't want to go through me, which is totally fine. I would just give them the directory to go through with, you know, the attachment to the portfolios and everything like that. And they can pick themselves. So I was just trying to get creators more exposure. Um, eventually, with, you know, more funding, we're also trying to be able to give many grants for creatives to host projects um, and um, put out work through the studio Nin Palo as well. So yeah, like those are just a couple of things that's to come. Um, the directory link is still up. So if you still want to put down your info, um, you can do that. Even though Studio Nin Palo is taking a hiatus right now, um, I am still putting out um, the directory for like public use. It's on Creatively. So um, that's an app for creative. So that's where I put most of the information on so you are still gonna get the um I guess exposure I hate to use that word because girl exposure don't pay um but yeah <laughs> nah man exposure on they feed you man <laughs> what am I doing exposure honestly like you know it's like oh we'll pay you an exposure god forbid I don't have fire you an exposure <laughs> go to expose you <laughs> But um, wow, we've covered a lot of things right there already. We've got like you know the studio, we've got our stuff. Um, quite like yeah, you 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 you're great and everything, and it's been super cool to see. Um, what else? What 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 do you want to talk about? Like, and just tell me anything. Anything you want to talk about? Um, hmm. I mean, I know people were pretty curious about when we were open. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Ooh, wonderful time, fun time. So yes, <laughs> open relationships. Oh yeah, this is that's lucky. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been asking about this one. I said I was going to discuss it when, um, Ola came on the show. I guess how do you define an open relationship? Honestly, how do you define it? Um. So open relationship, according to Uzo and I's terms, um, was having the opportunity to explore dating other people um on a very surface level basis that's 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 how i'm going to put it for for brevity yeah that's very like succinct and everything like you know pretty much that and uh, we got to like you know but the cool thing about it was just the openness right that just as like Open since that we were open to other people, we were open to each other, and very transparent about what was going on. I feel like that was the biggest thing I learned about it. Just like you know, there was no shame. You know, you be like, oh, I I shot this girl today, and she, you know, she blocked me. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> no, like. <laughs> 
I don't know. I probably, I will say, I probably felt the closest to you during that time because it was really on some bestie shit. Like, it, it, we really felt like lovers and friends because, I mean, we would have these deep, I love yous, blah, blah, blah. You're the, you know, all that mushy shit. But then also it'd be like, dang, like, uh, for me, the girl I like is not texting me back. Damn, you know, and I would like I could I was comfortable to share that with Uzo, and we could laugh about it, right? And likewise, like Uzo said, like sometimes it's like, ah, oh, man, I, you know, I got left on red or I got blocked off shooting a shot. So it's just like we we really really got to explore what it what it would mean to be friends with each other, like like proper proper friends, and um. And and lovers as well. It it was a really interesting dynamic. Um, super interesting. Uh, I guess good question. So again, we're closed now. We're closed. We did that a couple, I guess, a month or so. Um, we were open. But we're closed now. We're doing us. We're focusing on us. Would you do it again? Would you? Would you? Would you be open to being open again? Um. Yeah. I mean. But maybe not as like a default maybe like on a one-nighter thing where i'm like hey like you know let's be besties tonight <laughs> ah. ah god no and i mean yeah i feel that too you know some nice you want to be besties you know and that's real like that's not to say yeah i, I feel like love would just be like well that's impossible like there's no way you can claim to love someone and you want to be with someone else like there should be your whole world and everything but I mean, and all consuming and yeah yeah true i mean like like, Uso is my world. Like, you know, like, he is the only person that I want to be with truly. But, like, damn, we got the whole freaking rest of our life. Like, we met each other young. Gosh. So, if some nights I'm, like, dang, like, love you, but also, like, this girl is really cute. Like, I just want to see what's up real quick. I'll be right back. Like, why not? You know? And it's nice to have that acceptance from your partner um, and that support that they know that you're coming back. Like, there's been no deeper level of trust for me than, like, when we were open as well. Because it was, you were very free to do as you please. Like, you know, if you're dating other people while you're in a committed relationship, I mean, if Uso wanted to fall in love with someone else, he definitely very well could. But, um... It was just a reassurance because it's like nobody's doing it for him like I do. And same, like nobody's doing it for me like he does. So that's even with all the options that we had. So that was really reaffirming and reassuring. I know I know some niggas who go on store I just said like bet. Like some <laughs> some girls just hear what you said and said, All right, bet, we're gonna see. Please do try him if you want. Try him if you want. You will get burns, like <laughs> There's no way about it. Like, Tonda will chase you down. Uh, please don't try it, okay? Or please, if you want to try ask first. Please don't be playing games. Just be like, you know what? I would like to try and see what I can do here. Simple. And your application will be submitted and we'll go to the right places. Yeah, we'll be going over that together. That's another thing I will say is um, every person that um, we dated outside of ourselves, like, we made that choice together. Like it was not, um, it was not like just anybody doing anyhow with no regard. Like it was, again, it's, it's a very deeply respectful process and everything that went on between 
and me and maybe someone else it was like Yuzo was aware of everything and vice versa so we made the decision together like oh okay like you know I'm comfortable with you seeing this person regularly and um we talked about you know what we wanted from them and kind of what they were doing for us you know um and because here's another thing like your partner cannot fulfill every single one of your desires and that is okay so if you know I don't know like if you're with someone else and maybe they make you laugh and your partner is not super funny with that doesn't mean that you don't care about them or you don't want to still be with them like it can be something as simple as that that you're dating them because they make you laugh all the time or they you know so it doesn't have to be anything super heavy and that way I also think it kind of minimizes the shame and the stigma and the 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 lack of of transparency between partners when they're feeling unhappy or unsatisfied because we got to talk about that with each other quite often so that's something that we're comfortable speaking with about you know now even when we're closed like we're still able to say like hey like I'm unsatisfied in x y and z space and and have that be respected and and there's no shame and and it's dealt with with love no that's definitely very very important you said that Um, I think another thing that even came with that was just the um with each other with each of us knowing okay what was going on and so yeah, it it brought it, it brought back to me the rule of the eighty twenty, right? So it's like most people, um, there's an eighty and a twenty, right? And your partner, they might have an eighty, and then there's this twenty they're lacking, you know. And that twenty, it could be anything. Like you know, like I said, like song makes you laugh. It could be like let's say your partner doesn't do as well or some, and that's a twenty, and you're looking out there for that, and you find someone who does that for you. Um, a lot of people make the mistake of going for that twenty, and leaving the eighty, you know, and being like, okay, wow, you make me laugh, and you you forget about the other things that they do that you appreciate and love, but you've almost I won't say taking for granted, but it's just like you're not numb, but you're just very used, you're very aware of it, you know. The twin that you're not getting, you're just like, oh wow, I'm curious about that. And most people made that mistake of jumping over and like saying, well, the grass is greener, and then move over there, and well, the grass is not as green, you know, because all they have is a twenty. All they can do is make you laugh, you know. And literally, and you just you have a clown for you, you know. And now you're just like. <laughs> I really left this wholesome woman, this wonderful person for a clown. Like, I'm laughing, but like, damn, I'm sad on the inside, <laughs> you know? So I think that's something it made me understand. Like, you know what, wow, there might be all, like, for me, there are a lot of things I was curious about in other women and whatnot, and things all I didn't possess, per se, and things I would never, like, want her to because, you know, she's not built like that or she's not, that's not just who she is, you know? But I would like to, I guess, experience that with other people. And I got to, you know? And I'll come back, I was like, well, it was cool or it was overrated. Like, the bunch of things I was like, yeah, this, this is actually overrated. But imagine if I did not break the whole thing to go and try and figure out what that was and yeah. found out it was overrated. And imagine the streets, bro. It's wrong, get out here. <laughs> the streets, go. Like, That's also part of the reason why we ended up closing the relationship because streets was regular, bro. Like, it was like, sometimes we be coming home after like days and shit, like, damn, like, where the hell is my boyfriend at? <laughs> Bro, same. I'm just like, nah, it's crazy out here. Like, the games that have to be played, the mental gymnastics, you have to know what's going on. The unnecessary emotional labor just to procure a date. Like, shorty, we're only going on a few dates, babe. Like, it's it's not supposed to be too deep. And then also with people, I feel like not a lot of people truly grasp what it means to be 
somebody's, I guess, what, what's it called? A, not even secondary. Like, just to be an other partner. Let's get into that. Let's get, let's, let's get into that. Because I feel like a lot of people just do not appreciate. Or I guess they take it too personally. They're just like, oh, there's this idealistic view of like, you know what? And whoever I'm with, they're my only one in person. But that's not the case. Like, and I think most people know that that's not the case. But it's weird but when it comes to like an open relationship. They're just like, oh, I don't be number two to anyone. But I'm just like, you don't know. You like, you might be with other other guys. Let's say you're just a girl single out here. You know, you're dating other guys. You've been with them. In your hearts of hearts, do you generally feel like you're, you're, you're the one person in their eye? No. It's a very much, okay, I, I'm getting something here, you get something. It's a very mutual thing we're getting here. But for some weird reason, in my experience with open relationships, it was very odd. Like, people would be like, oh, I can, you know, I just cannot be a number two. Like, I'm not, it's not It's not deep, it's not serious. Yeah, um, I think like with that, it was like, but there's no one, like we're not doing compare contrast here, you know? You're not even, you're not even a secondary partner. <laughs> like, it's no such thing. You're just somebody I see. Um when it fancies me and I do so with my partner's support. Like when you say like that whole like or when they fancy I can see I can definitely understand or relate how people might not like take that to um I guess warmly. It's very casual. I mean, you're telling me like I'll I'll say this. How many of you people are in relationships and you will sometimes go out to a bar Maybe without your boyfriend and girlfriend. And if somebody flirts with you, you flirt with them back a little bit just to see. Right? Yeah. But it's like, let's say you feel super sexy and your partner doesn't quite notice. You go out, someone else notices, and they're, you know, just raving about you in ways that you haven't been raved about maybe in a little bit. At this point, your partner doesn't know. But at the same time, you would feel more inclined to maybe do something outside of the boundaries of your relationship there's no need to test that like like when you're in an open relationship there's no need to even consider that it's like you let your partner know immediately like oh one you let them know where you're unsatisfied with them at about and two you can indulge in wherever you're feeling you would be more satisfied if it is outside of the relationship like it's it is a it's a different type of freedom. And again, it's about choice because no matter what you're indulging in outside of the relationship, the whole point is I know that, you know, I'm your home, you're my home. So regardless, I'm coming back. Like, yeah. I think I think I love that. I think there's I think the issue that is too there's a lot of spoke accent is a shame. I think it's a shame that really like, you know, really rubs people of that openness to be free with and live your truth. Cause a lot of times I remember for me early on, there were times when I was just like I was unhappy, but I was just like I felt like, well, if I do love you and whatnot mm-hmm. and and you ain't everything for me, why should I feel unhappy? You know? And I'd always like fight those thoughts out and fight those things. And these are things that you had no idea about. So you couldn't even like I couldn't even you, you, you could even address them because I wasn't even telling you what's going on. But like in other ways, like it's just things, certain things you couldn't change or affect. But, like I knew in my head, so I didn't want to voice it. So there was that shame of like, well, what's you gonna do about it? Like you know, sh- you know, type thing. And so that just like that, and that 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 over time, just like all those urges just piled up, and just offers like leave like me to be something like maybe I would flirt, not show me flirting, and I would feel so bad about it, you know. 
And then that will not affect like, wait, why are you acting weird now? You're acting weird for them. I'm just like, oh, wait, why are you acting weird? Like, it's just, it's not, it's just being like some yeah. unnecessary and drama like, and just bad stuff. Vibes bad vibes, shame, exactly. Bro. So, man, yeah, shame is a, shame is your enemy. Like, you found someone you're vulnerable with, be vulnerable with them to the core. Like, you should, you should feel shame. And even for other couples that um, are not comfortable being open, I would say get rid of the stigma surrounding telling your partner like oh like this this does not satisfy me about you and I don't need you to change it and I you know I accept that about you but you know this might be something that that I'm just not satisfied with like I, I um I'm very aware of my inadequacies like in Uzo's eyes and Uzo's aware of his inadequacies in my eyes but again the choice and love is very much a choice um it, it is um not just a noun, it's a verb, it's an action. So, you know, being aware of all of those things and, and still choosing to follow through and, and see the relationship through, um, that's a very beautiful thing. And it can make you, it will make you feel closer to your partner. Like, it, like the first time around, it's rough. It's rough to hear. It can be very, like, rough to hear, like, that first time. Yeah. But just being able to talk about, oh, like, uh, you know, maybe I'm just, I've, I've been noticing I'm attracted to X, Y, and Z looking girls lately. Or, you know, like there are times um, where I'm kind of like, oh, I feel like I've not gotten to explore what it means to be like bisexual, right? Because I've spent so much of my time being in a relationship with Uzo. <clears throat> and, you know, like I let him know that. And if I need to take time to explore that, then that's a decision we make together. And if not, he can still validate me and support that without me going to cross boundaries that we've set for what our relationship is supposed to be. So, and even if I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about like, I mean, what am I supposed supposed to do about that? You know, like, and I was thinking like, I'm if you want to explore like your like unless you want to explore other women, like, mm -hmm. I'm a man. You get me? Like, yeah, there's, there's nothing, nothing I can do about it. You know, and that's the the beauty and the kindness about like okay yeah well there's nothing you can do about it but still it's still valid right mm -hmm. she feels how she feels and she would like to explore that it's still a valid thing it's i think that i think sometimes we make it too difficult or we're too we think um i guess we're always i was right where i think we we're always getting our own way sometimes we're just like just first thing we just literally when she said to me i was just like i i laughed in my head because like well what, was, what can I do? Like, <laughs> I, I can't. There's nothing about it. Okay, cool. You feel this way. Okay, how are we going? Like, how do we, you know, make sure you feel fulfilled in this manner? You know, and you know, we do what we have to do accordingly. So it's it 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 could be that simple. It could be that simple. As I, I, I think, um, being older has taught me a lot about myself. It's made me a lot more. Um, I think before, I, I mean, first of all, I had to be very open minded before to even date you, for us to even like, yeah. you know, like we had to be. Yeah. For, yeah. Everyone I was, says I'm very. Uh... A free spirit. I am. I'm very much like a vibes girl. That doesn't mean I'm susceptible to like Iran new, but like I'm very much just like about the vibes and and I do what feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, then I'm not gonna do it. So that can be. I know that was a little interesting for Uzo, Uzo to kind of get accustomed to at first. Um, but we're very much on the same page about what we need and what we don't need. And um, it's a priority to each of us to make sure that we make sure that we both feel 
as fulfilled as possible while we're in each other's lives. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Like I said, that's kind of like how um, the Kuyugi crumbles for us. And again, we don't have all the advice, but I hope you guys have, like, I guess, learned some things. And again, I think we're open for questions. If you guys want to like, DM us, if you have more specific questions. I will give the advice, but it will be on my terms. So if you message me on Friday, you might not hear from me until two weeks after on Sunday. But um, I will. I don't mind um, doing the work with you or for you. Um, so yeah, I'm always open for questions, and I'll get back to you when I get back to you. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's better. She, she, she's in better than me. I think for me, I'll give you a timely answer. Shout. I'll let you know what, what I can and can't I, do. I, I feel like again, there are certain privileges, and that's my time. You know. Um, because I do things very thoroughly. So um, you will hear back from me when you hear back from me, but it will be very a very well-thought-out answer. It will be very thorough. Always, always, always. Um, wow, we've, we've crossed the hour. We're about to cross the hour mark, and we've been chatting. I feel like we've been going forever. We just already, you know, we have been chatting forever, so sorry about that, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe there'll be a part two. Um, but, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. This is wonderful. Um. You know, you know, shout out yourself. You know what you're doing. They can follow you on the gram or Twitter, or not, or whatever. Like, what, 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 what do you shout out? What do you want to say? Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Don't follow me on Twitter. I hate being perceived on there. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. I am Mean Paulo on Instagram, and you can see my studio page. And if you're creative and you want job opportunities, um. Go ahead and sign up in the link. Also putting on a fashion show in September. Um, so sign up if you're a model for that as well. Um, what else? I have nothing else to say. I will oh my sister's birthday is coming up. Shout out Leah. Happy birthday to you. Cause she's actually an avid listener. <laughs> so she probably listens more than I do. So let me just say happy birthday, Leah. Baddie, Miss Fifteen. So. Happy birthday, Leah. Baddie. <laughs> no, she's 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 dope. She's dope. I, I really like her a lot. Um, but yeah, guys, you know this is uh the episode. Um, again with my favorite person ever, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, again, subscribe to the show. You know, we can get more wonderful. Con- again, listen to all the episodes. We have we've had a lot of wonderful conversations already, and it's just one of many we're gonna have. You know, so. Again, if you if you if you love what's going on here, you can share with your friends, share with your families. If you agree, disagree, share with your friends. You know, discuss it. You know, I think for us, we just want to create the conversation so you guys can have it away from us. You know, let's say we listen and we try to comfort. That's all I care about. As long as you're talking about it and learning for yourselves, knowing what you like and don't like. Because I feel like a lot of things. Again, the premise of it also was just a lot of there are a lot of things we just go on with and think are okay because of society allows it. I'm, my thing is just to question it. You know. I'm meant to spark the conversation and you take it and run with it. Hopefully, maybe you discover something. Maybe you learn something about yourself. Who knows? But that's my role in this whole thing. And that's why I love doing this with Joshua thing. Even though I'm not super concerned with it, I'll try to be, but I love, you know, having this conversation, okay? Again, I love you guys, you know, signing out. Uh, One last thing. If you guys chit-chat or tweet about us, whether it's to chat shit or, you know, to talk about what we spoke on or, you know, to rave, Use that hashtag Radio Uzo. 
<laughs> please, yes, we can talk shit, please. So that so that I can see that. So so we can see what's going on. You know we, And so that I can like it and retweet it. So I can like it and retweet it and so we can all agree that you know we see you and you're heard and we validate your feelings, okay? Right. right. So please guys, you know, tweet tweet us, okay? I love y'all. Bye. Bye.